MSW Media. News was swearing. Daily beans, daily beans, daily beans, daily beans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Tuesday, August 6, 2019. Today we discuss China's response to Trump's tariffs, Trump's response to acts of domestic terrorism, the fate of 8chan, and the MAGA bomber is sentenced. I'm your host, A.G., and with me today are Jaleesa Johnson. Hello. And Jordan Coburn. Hello. How are you guys doing? Hey, good. Good. Um, it's a weird, still a weird week. Yeah. It's all people are still talking about is uh, are the recent events, the mass shootings. But aside from that, um, there's been a lot of pressure on gun reform again, the conversation to come back up. So that's kind of given me hope. Yeah. And... Uh, to even hear Trump address white supremacy was kind of a surprise, even though he didn't write it. But mm-hmm. we'll get to that a little bit later in the show. Um, we also got some Mueller news today, which we'll break down pretty, you know, more specifically in Mueller. She wrote, uh, you know, out this Sunday coming this coming Sunday. But basically, do you guys remember Judge Reggie Walton? I, um, I think so. He's a George W. Bush appointee. He was presiding over, he's still presiding over a FOIA case, uh, Freedom of Information Act case filed by BuzzFeed. And they they were mm-hmm. asking for the unredacted Mueller report. Mm-hmm. And back then he said, I'll wait to see what Barr releases. And uh, he, that if he thought it was necessary, he'd go through the report to determine if what Barr redacted was appropriate, giving himself like the full unredacted report right. to be able to read the redactions to decide if they fall within FOIA regulations and laws so that he could maybe release more of what's in you know under the redaction bars uh so anyway on monday he signaled he was considering removing some of the redactions for about a thousand different things in the report for the public and uh he because during oral arguments he sounded skeptical of Barr's department of justice arguments to keep it as it is he seemed really skeptical he didn't rule from the bench uh, on monday but he he was kind of he was, seemed to be really impatient with their reasons for keeping everything redacted. Uh, the judge cited the Epstein case as an example of how keeping the reasons behind not prosecuting high-profile people generates public distrust mm-hmm. in the justice system. And that is what BuzzFeed is looking for in the Mueller report, the redacted explanation of why Mueller didn't bring charges against the likes of Kushner and Jr. So he's kind of comparing Mueller to Acosta here, right? <laughs> like... The public or, you know, if Barr is the one who redacted them. Yeah, whatever agreement they came to. Right. So or I should say he's more comparing Barr mm-hmm. uh, if, because if Barr is the one who made the redactions, although Barr is saying that Mueller helped him with the redactions and had some input on it. Uh, but we don't know because it's redacted some of the reasons that Mueller declined to prosecute like Kushner and, and uh, Junior and stuff like that. We know we know why he didn't prosecute Junior in the Trump Tower meeting. But for other stuff like. Uh, the uh, obstruction of justice for coming out with that press release that his dad helped him dictate about, you know, why it was about adoptions and not like the the cover story for that. Yeah, like, yeah. Why wasn't that obstruction of justice? So those sort of things and, and Epstein or not Epstein, but Judge uh, Walton is like, this is why America distrusts the justice system, because they didn't release that stuff in the Epstein case. And now it's all coming out and everyone's like, you know, having a a fit about it. So Mm -hmm. yeah, he wants to prevent that and promote transparency. But he's also 
weighing whether Barr's redactions line up with what's allowed under the law, stating that Barr's characterization of the report in his four-page letter along with Trump's claims of no collusion would, quote, seem to be inconsistent with what the report itself said. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) So he's coming out, a judge, federal judge, who's read the entire report and saying publicly that it seems what Trump and Barr have said about the Mueller report and Mueller's findings seem to be... Uh, inconsistent with what's in the Mueller report. (laughs) This is a judge. Hell yeah. So whatever he decides to release, if anything, won't likely include grand jury material because he doesn't have the inherent powers to just release grand jury material Mm -hmm. to the public. Uh, And I'm sure it won't include any um, anything that could harm an open and ongoing matter like in the Stone case or anything or any of those 12 redacted Appendix D cases that have been handed off and still are open and ongoing or the Greg Craig matter, you know, all that stuff Um, that probably won't be unredacted. If he decides to release anything, but he did acknowledge that whatever he does will likely generate an appeal. Uh, but he said he'd try to get it done as quickly as possible so the matter can be resolved. So that's where mm-hmm. he's at with this. Well, we do have a portal now into how everybody can go about the ways to see the unredacted report. You can go mm-hmm. to law school, become a judge, rise through the ranks, yeah, that's and it. then uh, convince someone to sue someone in your court about the Mueller report. I'd probably be able to and do there that. There you go. I'd probably be able to Easy. do that before they come up with the technology <laughs> to keep my head alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Till I can see it for, from someone else. Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, it'll probably be appealed. Then it might go up to the Supreme Court, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so anyway, guys, we have a, a lot of news to get to today. So let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. The Dow Industrial took a tumble Monday, losing nearly a thousand points. Actually, it ended up at the end of the day being about 780 points or something like that, as China tanked its currency on purpose to an 11 year low in response to the most recent round of Trump tariffs. The Nasdaq was down 278, and the SP 500 tanked almost 90 points. Now, as a reminder, tariffs are a tax on the American people, and the hike in the price of goods will hit just before Christmas. So you've heard of the war on Christmas. This is the trade war on Christmas. (laughs) Uh, It's another tactic to get the feds to lower rates, I think, personally, which they did this month. So threaten tariffs, sell off your stock, get the fed to lower rates, make a killing, stock market goes back up, you make a lot of money, rinse and repeat. This seems to be uh, Trump's mo here Mm -hmm. uh he had to know china would respond with more than just reciprocal tariffs because there's not much more they can tariff us on because we import so much more than Mm -hmm. than they do from us uh or maybe he didn't you know i don't know uh maybe he didn't know that who knew who knew trade wars could be so hard (laughs) um so that's happening and h yeah go ahead crazy that they altered the worth of their own currency in response i imagine that's not something yeah trump predicted yeah you never sell sabotage to stick it to someone else (laughs) well china's been manipulating their currency for a long time Uh, that's one of the major problems that uh our most of our presidents democrat and republican have had a problem they've had with china for a while in direct response to stuff that we do no just currency manipulation right right like lighting yourself on fire and things like that that's what it (laughs) seems like yeah but basically yeah they're they're tanking their own uh to to fuck us and mm-hmm. so that's precisely what happened yeah it's effective it yeah well it tanked our dow uh which i don't i don't own stocks i don't know if you guys do i don't think most americans do uh we're gonna get fucked like regular americans are gonna get fucked at the store when prices of goods go up because mm. of the tariffs that, that trump put on here uh people who own the in stocks are gonna be fucked unless they knew this ahead of time and then they could make a shitload of money off of mm-hmm. it 
This is a moment of glory for the people that only shop local and USA made. <laughs> yeah, Yay, who shop is local. nobody? Support. No, no one does that. There's I can't think of a single person I know that does that. What about truly. the swap meets and um, what do they call them? The little uh, like farmers markets? farmers markets. Yeah, San Diego has a lot of them. Is, is that going to be affected too? The organic. Well, I mean, everyone touches goods that come from China in some way or another. So Damn. I imagine that the effects will be either felt directly or indirectly. So there's no by way around this. Yeah, much. for example, if you're a farm and you have and you sell at the farmers market, your equipment that you buy, exactly. everything That's that you need um, yeah. to to farm, uh, the metal that goes into the tractors, like all that's going to be more expensive yeah that sucks and and they have to increase their prices uh in order to make up for the loss because i doubt they'll be like well we've had this model for a long time ready for tariffs in case they came so we're good to go you know no one's gonna give up their uh you know income their income for you know for this for these tariffs to make room for these tariffs so Mm -hmm. this stuff always winds up hurting small businesses the most too yeah because people because we don't buy in bulk right so who's winning Who's who's is it really Trump and his people on this on this one? Like, is he actively winning in this case or is he just being a really weird business person? If they're doing stock stock sales, if they know that they're going to tank the market by tariffs. And here's how Trump wins. Uh, he First of all, if he's doing that, which there's no proof of yet, but mm-hmm. I'm sure people are looking into it like crew. Like, are you doing a massive sell off of your stock before you make these moves that will tank the market? And then it goes back up and then you do it again and sell off your stocks and tank the market and you just keep making money that way. Mm -hmm. The other way he wins is by pressuring the feds to lower rates to counteract any, you know, possible inflation or, you know, to keep the economy going, even though these things are, you know, costs are rising due to these tariffs and, and people are paying more like like we will have less money. Um, as a result of this, which is bad for the economy, GDP and all that. Yeah. So he wins by lowering rates, which helps boost the economy, and then it makes a, like a falsely good-looking economy for when the election happens. So. Oh, now I get the motive here. Yeah, I was wondering why he would do this. Either yeah. one would make sense. Because yeah. he was trying to get him to cut rates and cut rates, and the, and the Fed's like, no, the economy's doing great. we gotta, we got to raise rates. Mm-hmm. We have to raise rates when the economy does better. And so he wants to cut rates, basically print money and make the economy go boom, like, and that creates a bubble, like a false bubble of good economy, which usually and almost, you know, certainly leads to a recession. The bubble will burst. Yeah, yeah. He's a short term thinker. He's also been saying that the tariffs are uh, like a leverage tactic, right, for him to renegotiate our trade deals that already exist with China and Hmm. to address things like intellectual property, you know, theft and, and stuff. But... I have seen absolutely nothing come out <laughs> he can't of get the that White far. House that <laughs> seems like any sort of negotiations are successfully taking place on the points that he's trying to address. Also interesting to note, Ivanka's Chinese trademarks are not part of these tariffs. Hmm. And so her goods and, and stuff that she has wow. made her goods are, good. are exempt. The, yeah. the sliver of goods that are untouched <laughs> by this happen to belong to his daughter. Yeah. yeah. What are the other things? But like, she'll uh, raise her prices to match the market. And just, and just, you know. She's like, no one's looking into that. So, like, she has <laughs> shoes that are imported from China. She doesn't have to. We don't have to pay tariffs on that. But, every, like, everyone right. else does. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, so her shoes cost the same to make. Everyone else's shoes cost more to make. Mm-hmm. So she can raise her prices to match them. Mm-hmm. And she has a larger profit market. Yeah, and she'll yeah. just claim capitalism as, like, an okay thing, okay reason for that. 
Yeah, or just say it's the market value of the shoes right yeah, now. Yeah, but it's so fucked up. And, I just and don't that's like That's just her. one lifetime. I don't even know yeah. if she's doing that with shoes, but that's just an example of oh, like okay. how her she fine can, jewelry, maybe whatever. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. she sells. But yeah, I just that just occurred to me. Like she can crank her prices up to match the market value because everyone else's costs are going up to make the goods or mm-hmm. import the goods, but yet she doesn't have to pay that much because her shit is exempt from the tariffs, and so she realizes a larger net profit. Yeah. That's why she shouldn't be anywhere near the fucking White House. <laughs> no. She knows too much. <laughs> She's a dick. <laughs> uh, also, guys, 8chan has gone dark, apparently, after the creator Frederick Brennan, who started 8chan when gamers got booted off of 4chan after Gamergate uh, because they needed a place to go, and apparently after he tripped on mushrooms. He wanted to create a space like a, like a free speech utopia where all speech was truly free. Uh, but he yesterday called for the site to be shut down in the wake of the shootings, um, all linked to white supremacy through 8chan. On Sunday, critics of 8chan lobbied the site's service provider, Cloudflare, to get 8chan taken down. At around 3 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, Sunday night, the site went dark. The founder, Brennan, who stopped working with the site's current owner uh, last year, called for it to be taken offline before it leads to further violence. He says, shut the site down. It's a complete negative to everybody except the users that are there. And you know what? It's negative to them, too. They just don't realize it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. They're just going to pop up somewhere else, and I think they already have, but it still sends the message that people are going to try to shut down these things that they're doing. Yeah, so. and they're just going to see it as, like, you know, infringing on their free speech, which kind of fuels their flames. So it, it sucks because the right thing is to shut it down, but... I saw some of their last post on there and they are really like riled up from this. Like they feel like they're vindicated. And but the victims. people who host that site also mm-hmm. have free speech. True. To shut it down. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is incredible. I side with them. Yeah. I just worry about they should do more. This is a great first step. But mm-hmm. I feel like I hope they don't stop here thinking the problem is now gone. Well, what do you mean by they? They as in, I guess, like the government. Like other service providers? Well, just whoever. Regulators. Yeah, regulators. People that have the down. ability yeah, to put pressure yeah, on. Yeah, because when the government steps in, then it's infringing. It could infringe on free speech. Right. But if these private industries, like wherever they pop up, it's like whack-a-mole, right? Yeah, wherever, yeah. Like if they get off of Cloudflare and they pop up somewhere else, mm-hmm. then everybody calls that service provider and boycotts them and pressures them. Then they drop them. And then hopefully, like Trump trying to get a loan in the 90s, can't go anywhere to get a loan because he's reneged on so many of his loans. They can't go wherever they go. They're like, we don't want to touch you because we're going to get a zillion emails. We're going to get boycotted. We could lose our business. Yeah, the hope is they can contain them that way. I I just also worry. I don't know. I, I just it makes me really uncomfortable just knowing that this is exactly what they want in a sense and it seems to like get shut down yeah like the problem yeah. seems to be that they feel like they're victims and this just kind of perpetuates that idea in their yeah. head and it's I- kind of like QAnon when they get when they say oh we're gonna have this huge obama indictment next week and they, they set these dates like the mayan calendar mm-hmm. and it's it never comes to pass yeah. and that actually is good for them because they can say see it's the deep state i told you it's this self-fulfilling thing it's like what's why religion works Totally. Yeah. And the FBI, they're specifically looking into HN. It's probably why they got shut down is partially because of the government pressure because of the shooter who I guess was a member of the site. I forgot if he was El Paso or the Dayton shooter, but one of them was specifically. I think both shooters are connected the to Gilroy HN. Guy Gilroy guy. Oh, Gilroy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Specifically yeah. on HN. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I mean, the fact that, that the FBI is trying to look into that, I just hope that they, you know, take it a step further and maybe start embracing some of the things we talked about off the air about just mental health but not in the sense that they are victims but just addressing education and all these things that can lead to this way of thinking the economy like we were just talking about with the greed that 
leaves people to feel like they're forgotten. Yeah, yeah you like know? understanding who and what is actually to blame for your conditions. Totally. And then addressing Russia because they're the ones that are, I think, really radicalizing these guys, these young people. I think that would exist outside of Russia. Yeah, I'm you not, think I, so? don't, I don't see Russia radicalizing these guys. I, I see that as a homegrown American thing. Really? Or Russia yeah. exploiting them is truly what I'm I believe. Sure, I'm sure there are Russian troll farms that are retweeting and, and, and yeah, pushing this stuff yeah. out Pretending because to it be has them, to do probably. with Trump. Yeah, 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 but you're right. The problem is still here. Yeah, I think it's mostly just an American, not just American because alt-right stuff is like on the rise everywhere, but I think it's in and of itself just going to exist, which is awful. Yeah, this yeah. is uh, like, yeah, I, I would blame Russia for... Uh, misinformation in the Trump campaign, uh, hacking and stealing uh, stuff. I don't know that I would blame them for, for example, racism in America. Right, I wouldn't blame or them for that. Just white for radicalizing it, weaponizing or radicalize. it. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I think of, so. Of course, they're going to help because they're here to sow discord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is, I think that, that racism and white supremacy. I think that is a born in America problem. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the accounts that Russia trolls were mimicking already existed for for like as long as the internet has you mm-hmm. know had accounts to be made and and propagating propaganda that's only yeah in like service the same of way white they, supremacy. they they push the black lives matter stuff yeah and pretending to be black people and saying all kinds of things yeah, yeah. i feel like right. they're also pretending to be white supremacists or they probably yeah. actually are sometimes i haven't <laughs> seen i haven't seen any evidence of that but i i wouldn't doubt that it's happening. yeah yeah it's well, more like space beans there's yeah. also the ads Definitely. too that were spent on the presidential campaign you know accounts and stuff i i think some of those were white nationalist things right because they were doing them on both sides just to like just Feel cause mayhem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. That's what he means by find people on both sides. <laughs> yeah. That's what he means. Russians are promoting Black Lives Matter and white supremacy <laughs> at the same time. That's what he's talking about. The Russians. There's Have you good guys Russians seen... on both sides. Yeah. What's it called? Prague U or something like that? Uh-uh. They're this like um, alt right. Oh, website. yeah. That, that guy we interviewed at yeah. uh, Politicon. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh. that guy. Yeah. Gross. And so they posted a video today on Twitter that was talking about the Charlottesville lie, which is supposed to be Trump what? not actually saying they're find people on both sides like oh. the media like taking it out of context and i mean most people were calling them out on twitter but i get the feeling is there that... some third side I don't, i'm not aware of <laughs> the truth that's what they would say <laughs> it's tough because like these guys are really pushing this narrative and it only takes a few people to truly believe it and they get a lot of popularity from being so ridiculous that even the liberals are you know giving them attention and it's yeah. just scary yeah well hopefully they will um do what you're wishing and and whack-a-mole every time if they pop up if 8chan pops up somewhere else i think that the public will be on them um Mm -hmm. and so yeah because that's when we do it when we take our dollars away or when we shut sites down uh and you know that use our private business for hosting that's our freedom of speech as Mm -hmm. well but when the government comes in and says you can't talk about white supremacy on the internet that is an infringement on at least freedom of thought i you know I, i could see maybe you have new laws about white supremacist groups becoming terrorist organizations under criminal federal law just like isis mm-hmm. or yeah, a foreign yeah, label. a foreign terrorism label uh, or yeah islamic terrorism label but um that i could see maybe having laws about that or or hate speech specifically like speech that incites um violence or threats and things like that okay but yeah, I think that's why kind of the government, other than the FBI investigating, which they're totally allowed they're to do. They're probably not going to do mm-hmm. much more because of that free speech argument. Well, maybe, I mean, this is probably a far-reaching idea, but if we just taught more about the racial history of America, like, 
I think Germany did something similar with the Holocaust, like really educating like well, they actually people. made swastikas illegal. Like you can't oh, well, even that do is it. A step further, but I, I'm mm-hmm. all for that too. I just feel like the the most realistic thing probably. The more I think about it, actually, is it's probably just education. It would just take a long time. Always boils down to education. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the that's the problem with being pro-education and wanting to spend a lot of money on education is you don't have this instant gratifying result mm-hmm. of, oh, the country's better today. Yay. It, it takes kind of like a whole generation. generation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it does. totally does. So take away their assault rifles. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start there. Like, you can have this back when you're educated. Yeah. <laughs> like, Seriously, you wouldn't <laughs> give a baby a fucking gun. <laughs> they don't know shit. Totally. Some people do, unfortunately. They do give babies guns. Yeah. 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 That's true. Those are the worst <laughs> for their birthdays, ever. but they you grow into people, it. There's a lot of people who die by being shot by toddlers in yeah. this country. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, there's that. Australia there's had it right, man. Someplace. Then totally <laughs> sorry, they don't deserve to die. Just kidding, <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. But Australia took all their guns away, right? When they thought everybody was crazy, uh, no, they're like, or, nobody gets guns. Yeah, the Christchurch, who that's New Zealand, no, uh, right? No, Australia, like they banned guns, they had a buyback program, uh, and they have, really ago. haven't had a mass shooting since. Yeah, okay, I I, say at least a decade. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I also feel like I remember her addressing gun legislation like immediately yeah that's new zealand mm-hmm. um, what did she what was that legislation i don't remember i don't remember either yeah the point being she assault, responded I think, appropriately. It was I think it was assault weapon ban but yeah. totally. australia had it but new zealand did not or something yeah, like that and that's why this thing. person would maybe have been driven to new zealand so being new zealand next that to australia <laughs> where you can't shoot a bunch of people or at least get the guns you want to i can see where well the cheapest flight mm, new zealand exactly you know, you're not going to fly 22 hours to el paso that's right. true um, all right, let's see. Um, speaking of this, Trump responded to the shootings Monday uh, in a speech. And mm-hmm. Jordan, you have more details on that. Yeah, so we talked from the White House uh, on Monday, which should be yesterday for all y'all listening right now. Mm-hmm. And he addressed white supremacy for the first time I remember him ever saying out of his own mouth in a speech and condemning it. Uh, he said that the threat of, quote, racist hate, unquote, is something that we have to address immediately. Uh, He said, In one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry, and white supremacy. These sinister ideologies must be defeated. So that's the most direct and relevant statement we've heard from him after a tragedy. Definitely, like, the first condemnation I've heard. But Mm -hmm. now you've got to... Like, his credibility, though. Yes, and it... Ahead, I was just going to say one of his videos from a rally surfaced. Um, I don't know how long ago it happened, but he said, what are we going to do about these migrants? And somebody said, shoot them. And then yeah. he said, oh, you can't do that here, basically. Yeah. So yeah. Kinda, he he like that's once it registered, he like laughed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's backfiring. I mean, yeah. it should have backfired then, but definitely now. Right. With comments like this, people don't take them seriously, unfortunately. Exactly. This today's speech comes with a huge but, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of like when when he said Iran. Uh, attack this tanker in the Gulf, everyone's like, sure, bro. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the same feeling because of what he's done up to this point, right? Mm -hmm. And he also made sure to direct the blame to things outside of gun gun control and outside of racism effectively because he brought up that we need to focus on the perils of the internet and social media, which is the ultimate hypocrisy, going back <laughs> to what you were just saying, based on that's how he was able to get elected uh, totally. by fear-mongering, is social media and the internet. But he also blamed video games. Mm-hmm. 
and like very very seriously blame mm. video games like so as to suggest we need to have legislation or something against which is ridiculous like first person shooter games everyone or whatever. this is an old 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 trick this goes this goes all the way back to the video games in the 1700s no it's it, <laughs> ever since video games have come out uh i mean you know beyond pong um, Violent too, Republican yeah. congressmen uh, and congresswomen and the Republican presidents have been blaming video games and it lyrics in music. Yeah, except for white music like Johnny Cash. <laughs> they blamed uh, Columbine on Marilyn Manson. Oh, um, well, he's white. Yeah, I take that back. <laughs> uh, just stuff like that. They've always blamed like the, the entertainment industry yeah. for, because we're godless heathen. George Bush like hated Eminem, right? They yeah. had like a feud or something. Yeah. As much as you can. I'm surprised. Dude, I want to hear his diss track against Eminem. Yeah. That would be great. That's funny. George Bush will just yeah. do a nice little painting to express. <laughs> 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 yeah, I would tell you, I'd like to hear his diss track. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but, and then he also blamed mental illness. So he, he blames... He blames everything that is not the two top causes of these events, which are assault rifles and racism. Totally. In, uh, not necessarily in that order, I would say. <sighs> racism is number one. Assault rifles is number two. And not to say that the things... Well, I'm not even going to go there because I, there's no research at all that supports the video game argument that people that play first person shooter games are more inclined to commit acts of violence. No way, because everybody has video games all over the world. And America is the most concentrated place that has these mass shooting problems yes so it's clearly an american thing but i'm glad he's addressing mental health in general i just wish he would do it all year round so it wouldn't look so suspicious at this time because he's deflecting now but right. if he addressed this all the time then it would make a lot more sense yeah it's kind right. of it's like the equivalent right of all lives matter because mm -hmm. uh -huh. yes of course all lives matter but when you say all lives matter in response to black lives matter now you're being you're overshadowing it deliberately. Now, yeah. Now you're being counterproductive. Do you know what I mean? Now mm -hmm. it's now your shit has a different meaning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I came out in the '70s and had a All Lives Matter movement, <laughs> nobody would be like, "But what about all?" You know. Yeah. It would. It you know. You have to do that first. And he took away uh, tr uh, Obama's laws about. Guns being allowed, uh, you know, took away those protections. Exactly. Uh, for people who have mental health issues to purchase guns. He stopped that. So mm -hmm. it, I'm surprised he even brought up mental health because he's got a record <laughs> of not doing anything for that. It was too. a talking mm -hmm. point that he holds people who don't remember the details about. And he also tweeted that gun control background checks should be married to immigration reform bills, which hmm. I thought was really, really weird and yeah. interesting. Um, fuck you. No. Like he's trying to like squeeze in his <clears throat> racist policies with something we actually really need. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. He's trying to piggyback. Oh, you guys are really like he sees the country really into gun control and says we should marry this with immigration reform so he can get his wall and all of his Gross. racist shit passed on the coattails of gun control reform, which we have to have because of white supremacy. Yeah. I saw <laughs> Ben Shapiro tweeting uh, basically like. Please explain to me how immigration reform relates in any way whatsoever to these events. Mm -hmm. So people are flipping left and right. Yes. Yeah, Ben yeah. Shapiro, Joe Walsh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know Ben Shapiro typically is not like a he's not like a Tea Party Republican or no, anything. No, no, he's but pretty yeah. well respected. Strangely, yeah, <laughs> he is a total douche. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I do not well respect. He's him. a good point in this particular sense, and I, I don't know. I just. I feel like Trump is obviously trying to equate the two, but they cancel out, it seems, right? Like the immigration reform and the gun reform. It's like him. It's like with the gerrymandering and then the other thing that came with it. It's like the two things cancel out, right? Like when you have policies that are so opposite, but you push them at the same time, 
it almost does nothing. Oh, for oh, I see want. what you're saying. Yeah, no, I think I think this is yes, but I think this is more along the lines of trying to get his immigration shit passed on the coattails of something the American people actually care about. Right, but it wouldn't even do the gun reform thing any justice, right? Because it would just like and create more racism like the idea of having a wall actually built which is yeah kind of i guess in some people's minds but we could you know i personally would not like to see these married at all but you know that is why uh for example uh joe biden says he voted for the crime bill uh which had the unintended consequence of mass incarceration for people of color but it also had the violence against women act in it and so he you know he was like that was what I was pushing for. And it's mm. like, well, then rip those two fucking bills apart <laughs> yeah. and pass the Violence Against Women Act. And that's sometimes why people vote no on things. And you're like, why'd you vote no on the Violence Against Women Act, mm. uh, you? And you go, because it was attached to the crime bill, which I disagreed with. Or it was attached to this, which I disagreed yeah. with. And that's where we used to have, I think, something called the line item veto where the president could get this bill if it, let's say, it was gun reform and immigration, and the president could veto the immigration part and sign the, uh, you know, That's sign awesome. the gun control part. What happened to that? Uh, I think we still have a line item veto, unless somebody got rid of it. It was under Bill Clinton. I'll have to look oh, it up. We got to check on. Mitch. But it was because people kept <laughs> tacking things on to bills that had nothing to do with what they wanted, and I don't think. I don't think that's a thing anymore because now people are back to asking for clean bills, like when they passed the 9-11 First Responders oh, Act. Oh, that's what clean bills mean. Yeah, that's a, yeah, what a clean yeah. bill is, is. It's just to fund the goddamn 9-11. You can't have the <laughs> yeah. wall in there. You yeah, can't yeah. add this other shit in there. It's mm-hmm. This is 9-11. That's what John Stewart and all the first responders were fighting for, a clean 9-11 bill. Nice. Yeah. I thought it meant just no sketch, but that's essentially the same thing. You no, know? Yeah, no pork, they call it. Or, no pork. Or, uh, oh. Earmarks. No pork around. Pork barrel spending. Uh, shit like pork that. Barrel. I remember hearing that one. Like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like blue collar or, or blue. What's the the gay Republicans call it? They're like uh, blue, blue something Republicans. Oh, it's just like a weird phrase. I was like, how'd you get that from gay Republicans? I don't even know. It's know. yeah. The fact that you guys don't even know it just speaks to how weird the phrase is. But I, I think, know the blue dog Republicans. Yeah, there we go. Right. Log, log cabin. Log, log cabin. Republican. Yeah. <laughs> Thank is that you, like a Amanda. Brokeback Mountain reference? Yeah, it's yeah. just strange, right? That's what they call gay Republicans, or used to at least. Maybe it's offensive. They're gay, but they're tough. They camp. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, hard as a log. I don't know. Huh. All right. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah. Um, I. <laughs> they like Lincoln logs. Oh yeah. yeah. There you go. I sure did growing up. <laughs> um, I think another interesting thing too about the video game argument, and someone pointed this out on NPR, and it's a great point, is that. He's going after lobbies that don't have money behind them for it to be consequential at all for him to go after them. So if he got up there and he went after the NRA, that's going to have consequences for him in his election. Yeah. If he gets up there and shits on video games, there's no lobby of video gamers that are going to come and take your <laughs> election so from you. That's right. It's protest. like advocating for fetuses. They're not going to get up and say, don't advocate for us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the I, saddest he, protest. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> the saddest protest ever. Um, but yeah, he... he that's a very he good point. He did tweet out, like, he was interested in, in universal background checks. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden... He comes out and he doesn't say anything about universal background checks in his speech. Exactly. That so was either strange. that speech was pre-written or he got a bunch of phone calls from the NRA or like, from uh, Republican senators roll saying, that back, bro. you can't say that, dude. You yeah. can't say it. I'm surprised he even said the white supremacist thing, too, or condemning it because also he's going to lose like David Duke's support, right? Isn't that like one of his other yeah, I feel like major Trump base. would be the only guy to roll that back in his own speech. I True. don't think that any yeah. other Republicans would be mad about that. Good point. Good point. They, they forgive him. From a, they love him so much. They'll forgive him. For, he's like, they're Obama. I know. Yeah. 
Uh, gross. And then Trump also said he's going to visit El Paso. Lots of people are asking him not to. Beto O'Rourke is saying, stay away, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) But the mayor of El Paso says he's already getting phone calls and emails about Trump's visit, but he'll meet with the president and says, quote, for those who have lost, for those who have a lot of free time on their hands, I guess I'll deal with their emails and their phone calls. What the fuck does so that, that mean? Press conference. To, to his constituents, basically? Yeah, to his constituents who are upset that Trump is visiting. Like, if you have the time, like, claiming that they have too much free time. Free time to email him about being upset that like, Trump's get a coming job or to something? their town. You're the mayor. <laughs> yeah. You create jobs, fuckface. Yeah, oh my God, what an <laughs> asshole. Yeah, he, he was kind of a butthole. I'm sure he's going to get more emails now. Yeah, but the mayor um, of uh, Toledo, she had a different uh, response. Yeah, she had a different take, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, basically. Because he said Toledo instead of... Exactly. <laughs> she was like, I think President Trump is coming to visit. I don't know. He might be going to Toledo. And oh, you she... said you're the mayor of Dayton. Of Dayton, yeah. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. Oh, now you Trump, did a Trump. I did a Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's you called Dayton segment. Toledo. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's infected all of us. But uh, we can you just take that out, right? We can just <laughs> roll that back so I don't get emails. No, it's totally fine because there was a Toledo part in the quote. So it makes sense. Oh, that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but she was much more smooth about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she was like, exactly. The Dayton mayor was like, yeah, I might be going to Toledo. I haven't heard from him. Exactly. I, that was funny. Yeah, um, we've yet to hear from the mayor of Toledo. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> mayor of Toledo, like, no comment. Please don't come here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll be right back. Hey, it's A.G. from Muller She Wrote. We are a nation of immigrants. It's our diversity that makes us strong. Our motto is e pluribus unum, of many, one. And these truths made me curious as to where my family history resides and where my family came from. And it led me to discover more about them and my family history when I used the Ancestry DNA test. So Ancestry DNA, it gives you more than just the places you're from, though. It gives you a feel for who you are and your family story. Ancestry's data archives and record collections give you a more complete picture so you can trace your ancestors over time. And it's really easy to get started. Uh, I took the test, found out I was Norwegian and English when I had grown up thinking I was Irish. That was weird. I'm actually less than 1% Irish. I'm glad I didn't get any Irish tattoos. Uh, But when I traced my family tree, I found someone awesome. I am related to a guy named Harry Reeser. He's a comedian banjo player from the 1920s and 30s. He was first cousin to Wilbur and Orville Wright. Uh, Harry possessed perfect pitch at a very young age and was already writing and entertaining by the age of eight. And that fascinated me because I also have perfect pitch. I learned music at a young age. Uh, I was really into music theory. Uh, Eventually moving from piano to guitar, I didn't pick up a banjo. And then to comedy. So it's just it's amazing how I was able to find myself in my ancestors while learning so much about my family origins. But most importantly, I was able to reflect on my responsibility to others. Um, That is... Unless we're indigenous, we're all immigrants, uh, and we must love and respect everyone's family story because that is what makes America great. So find out how you contribute to the melting pot by visiting Ancestry.com today for 20% off your Ancestry DNA kit. That's Ancestry.com for 20% off your DNA kit and start building your story today. Ancestry.com. All right, guys, welcome back. We have news about the MAGA bomber. MAGA? MAGA? Yeah, I think MAGA, but I guess MAGA sounds more like bomb. MAGA bomber. MAGA bomber. MAGA bomber. MAGA bomber. He was sentenced Monday. And Jaleesa, you have the details. Yeah, so today we learned that Florida man and MAGA bomber has been sentenced to just 20 years in prison for mailing over a dozen pipe bombs to popular Democrats like Obama and Hillary. Pipe bombs are so old school. It's like cartoon, the coyote and the ostrich. Like, I think like pipe bomb just sounds so... 
weird to me. But there, I mean, you guys could call them IEDs as well. Oh, IEDs, yeah, it sounds more legit. Um, <clears throat> they were bombs, still scary. And he even sent two of them to CNN newsrooms and said, quote, the press is the enemy. Mm. Sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, where'd he get that from? Hmm, I don't know. Mm. Maybe just... Must be Obama. Yeah, <laughs> must be. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> and uh, prosecutors described the incident as a two-week-long terrorist attack. And a lot of people are upset that he didn't get more time. I'm one of them. Me too. Yeah, he should have gotten like life without parole, right? That's what I'm thinking. Minimum. <laughs> what else could there be? Well, his um, the sentencing guidelines gave him life plus ten, but the judge the judge had came a in very way strange under. opinion. Yeah, so basically, uh, the judge believed that the MAGA bomber didn't intend for the bombs to explode or cause death, despite the fact that he put glass and nails in them, which makes them deadly. So that was a weird. I wonder why the judge went with that. Yeah, that was against popular opinion, right? Like uh, that was the crux of the case. There might not be, there might be, there has to be something that we can't see. Like maybe he has a history of successful bomb making. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I don't like. How would you know that unless he's he should be in jail if he's Mm -hmm. (laughs) successfully bombed people's faces? Totally. And but it's like attempted murder times like you know plus twelve. I feel like that's so strange. Some people are in jail for more than twenty years for like cocaine. Yeah, but this just goes to show intent is really hard to prove, and 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 the prosecution's burden is on the proof. Uh, or the wow. burden is on the prosecution to prove that he intended to blow these people up and he murder got a them. Stamp though, <laughs> like so much <laughs> deliberation. Um, yeah, well, I guess we'll just see if Trump pardons him. So. Yeah, the defense said he was sexually abused as a child. He got hooked on steroids when he was 15, which hooked made him steroids. rageful. Interesting. Um, I heard about someone else that, oh, yeah, they were saying in this case that if he wasn't on steroids, then he wouldn't have likely He wouldn't done. have done this. What the fuck? Like he would have made bombs that blew up instead? It's like Roseanne with like that Ambien. It's like, don't blame it on that kind of drug. <laughs> it's right. not what it's for. Right, I'm on Ambien. I take Ambien. Right, wrong drug for racism. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, the judge is one of Southern District of New York's most vocal opponents of mass incarceration, mm. despite emphasizing that the, the MAGA bomber engaged in terrorism. So he did say that this is a terrorist act. He said it was a two week long terrorist act, a two, you know, act of terrorism. But he is really against mass incarceration. And, and that might have that might explain the disparity between the sentencing guidelines of life plus 10 years and the 20 years that he ended up giving. him. Yeah, he's still incarcerating him for two decades. You might as well just. You know, do it case by case. I mean, I guess they have some moral compass, like as human beings. But there's so many other people that are in there for lesser crimes. Like maybe just get them out and then leave this asshole in there for longer. If you right, really like, why want... him? Yeah, like mass incarceration. Just have less people and just you know more assholes. Just concentrate it. Yeah, and uh, it is a federal crime, so no parole. Uh, he'll serve at least eighty percent of the sentence, which is. Uh, 16 years. Wow. He can get 54 days off per year of good behavior. So he could be Hmm. 70 years old, come out and build another bomb. Sure. What does that mean? 54 days off? Like they just let you go into the world? for? No, you can earn. (laughs) Like an Epstein. (laughs) No, you can earn 54 days off per year of good Uh, behavior. Okay. Like vacation days. I was like, I have never heard of that. And that is terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, That is, I I asked that on uh, Twitter and a lawyer said that to me. Uh, If that is not true, send me a correction. You know how to do it. Uh, All right, guys, it's time for a call to action. Hashtag. So while we're all still reeling after after the domestic terror attacks perpetuated in Gilroy, Dayton and El Paso by white supremacist Trump supporters, uh, Natasha Bertrand from Politico alerted us on Twitter that Mitch McConnell's team posted photos hours after the El Paso shooting uh, that showed tombstones 
with the names of Amy McGrath, Allison Grimes, and Merrick Garland on them. Amy McGrath is his current opponent in Kentucky. Allison Grimes was who he beat in 2014. And of course, we know who Merrick Garland is, the judge who he blocked Obama from appointing to the Supreme Court. He posted those right after the terrorist attack in El Paso. That's so <clears throat> gross. Is and there a chance that he might have not been briefed yet, or do you think he did that specifically in response? It like, was Mitch's team. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Mitch had if endorsed scheduled it or post. stuff. Yeah, one but, of those like pre-scheduled things. <laughs> yeah, so gravestones. Uh, and then get this. Uh, let's see. An Ohio State Republican representative, Candace Keller, posted, quote, After every mass shooting, the liberals start the blame game. Why not place the blame where it belongs? The breakdown of the traditional American family thanks to transgender, homosexual marriage, and drag queen advocates fatherlessness, the ignoring of violent video games, open borders. Uh, all of these shooters are white. <clears throat> yeah. Marijuana. Jaleesa. Uh, <laughs> so offended. Disrespect of law enforcement, thanks to Obama. Hatred of veterans, thanks to Colin Kaepernick. Democrats in Congress, uh, who have, by the way, written two gun control bills that McConnell is sitting on, they're sitting on McConnell's desk. Uh, People who ignore God in the church and snowflakes who can't accept a duly elected president. It's a lot of different groups there. She just listed. I thought she was going to go with like just the Christian thing at first. I like, like her opening statement that uh, liberals want to play the blame game. Yeah. And then she blamed like 12 different <laughs> demographics. <laughs> that was so interesting. Well, if you like, I have her phone number and you can give her a call. It's area code 614-644-5094. Uh, Many state and national officials are calling for her resignation, so make it known that you agree. Hop on Twitter, use hashtag Candace Keller resign. That's C-A-N-D-I-C-E, Keller, uh, K-E-L-L-E-R, resign. And what state is that again? What was that? What state is she in? She's Ohio. Ohio. Wow. Middleton, right, like, close to Dayton. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, gross in general, but, like, just... Mm. Really strange. I thought yeah. that the I thought this phrase "drag queen advocates" was pretty interesting. So not drag queens themselves. That's cool. I appreciate <laughs> that. But like, yeah, and not like people who maybe every once in a while take in a drag show, right? But the advocates, advocates. the ones yeah. that are out there every day. Yeah, she basically uh, posted this the gigantic signs that are larger than the men that hold them <laughs> that are the radical religious people. That's oh yeah, like everyone's burning in hell. Yeah. But oh, like the yeah, <laughs> yeah, the witches, hookers, whores, mm-hmm. yes. fundamentalists. Uh, knitters like, yes. like, like dude we're at beware that yeah. whole, you know and they have just they throw the weirdest shit in there like horseback riders and you're like what what's like real life click <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah why horseback riders <laughs> you know why drag the signs queen are so advocates. fucking weird too i swear they keep the same ones for decades they're they like do. yard sale who stores them what hulking. piece of There's... shit just goes into the closet at the church and like keeps them all dusted and everything like yeah i had to do this thing in an advertising class where they said create a sign to, to recruit people to be on your workforce and using that sign like idea i said we do not hire muslims gays drag queens uh african-americans women uh disabled at the end and the bomb says we hire people and and i was like okay that was literally the dumbest thing i could have ever done in my whole life well i'm glad you came to the realization on your own that is important i was 12 and i was trying to do the right thing <laughs> yeah yeah you know we all we all been there one way I or another was 12 <laughs> I wish I had that excuse. Because what I was everything. trying to say is we don't discriminate against hiring those people. Exactly. But it came off as I don't we see call, color or yeah, something. We, yeah. Right. It comes off as we don't see color. Or it comes off as these people aren't people. That's, that, that too. Yeah. It takes, it takes a while to get to the punchline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It brings it you're all halfway home. through the sign and then you're like, we hire people. And you're like, yeah. wait. 
they're not people? Yeah. And they're yeah. like, okay. You probably lose 80% of the people you wanted. That's true. I'm really glad I ran it. I ran it by my dad first. He's like, no, no, no. I know what you're getting at. Right. It's a bad idea. You've grown, AG. You've come a really long way. From 12, yeah, I hope so. That's so funny. My heart was in the right place. Definitely. Yeah, never turned it in. Uh, don't use that if you own a business. It'd be a bad idea. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, that's pretty much the show. Um, I wanted to kind of go around the table and find out like what you guys are doing to sort of keep your sanity about you. So, like, what are you doing to hang on? What are you? What are you? What are you doing to cope with everything that's going on right now? Because it seems like I know we've oh, we always say it's coming to a tipping point, but it's really seeming like it's one of those fucking songs in the club where the beat never drops but you're like almost there and it's like but then you're like and i feel like it could go on for months but it's it's a lot of it it creates a lot of anxiety i was wondering how you guys are dealing with it yeah i've been calling my reps um pretty much i guess like anytime something new happens that would warrant a specific legislative action uh i call and that's helpful. I got to actually talk to someone at Scott Peters' office today. That was the first time I got to actually, even though it's just like obviously not Scott Peters. Yeah. Hello, this is Scott Peters. He's <laughs> pretending to be him. It's like one of his aides. And just to feel that someone was actually listening to the words I was saying and was they confirmed that the words would be passed on to the representative, but I don't know. I think how that usually, whatever, I won't say the discouraging part. It, does make, a, it does make a difference, though, in how you feel. Yes, it does, because then it's, yeah, it's like there's only a few things that we can tangibly do every mm. single day that mm -hmm. arguably is going to, like, make a direct impact on our reps. That's one of them. Yeah. Very nice. And that number is 202-224-3121. You'll get an operator. Tell them your zip code. They'll transfer you to your representative. I've been doing that, too. Uh, Julissa, what have you been up to? Yeah. Um, besides talking to the, the listeners and the fans, because honestly, they keep me entertained and sane all the time on like Twitter and the interwebs. I played like an hour's worth of laser tag last night. Like That's really right. intense. Yeah. Laser tag. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of other like young people, I guess, that like, you know, just want to have fun. But there was a group of guys who had ski masks on and the like person that's in charge, I told them to take it off. Yeah, it was creepy. I was like, this is a weird way to get my like anxiety out by like shooting lasers at this and we're time. We're here to relax, bro. Yeah. Take off your ski mask. Yeah. A bunch of young kids. And I was like, all right, well, mm. I was just really like weirded out by it. But then when the game started, it seemed like, all right, this is innocent enough. But it's just it's a scary time to like want to do something like that, like laser tag. You should bring your Guy Fox masks. Yeah. <laughs> it's really freak people out. Yeah. I like the cardio though. Dress up as the Jabberwockies or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's who those are. I love those guys, but those masks are fucking creepy. If I was playing laser tag against Jabberwocky masks, I would totally. They would lose. just like moonwalk around yeah. the whole arena. I yeah. would just be waiting for them to dance really awesome smooth and, and mm -hmm. get totally taken out. Yeah, yeah. I got seventh place, so out of nice. 33. Yeah, actually. Nice. High five. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, little kids were kicking my ass. Dude, <laughs> tell me about it. They're so good. There's Ugh. probably a league or something. Oh, I bet. Yeah. There's got to be like San a walk Diego's a league. We have a lot of that stuff, like kickball, like grown ass people. Yeah. Beer yeah. And playing kickball. Right. <laughs> we have a lot of that in I San think Diego. They're great innocent ways to get out aggression. I just hate that it can be taken to the extreme. I'm like, this is just supposed to be a fun thing. And yeah. I'm freaked out. Ski mask off. Yeah, yeah. They definitely took them off. They were forced to. Uh, good. <laughs> uh, I've also been doing that. Writing letters is fun. Like handwriting letters and mailing them to your uh, sender. That actually putting it like that just exercise just makes me mm -hmm. feel good. Yeah. Uh, kickboxing um, is very uh, stress relieving. Uh, and uh, just I pretty much any type of exercise is mm -hmm. good. Um, 
uh, just something to get your aggression out through physical activity. Uh, and like you, I'm taking solace in our patron social media groups. Mm-hmm. Um, such great support there, reading all their posts, their supported posts. And of course, emergency kittens on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> okay, Asha Rangappa introduced me to this nice. uh, feed. At Emergency Kittens? Yes. Nice. We yeah. still got to do karaoke with her. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We'll find a way. Mm-hmm. I, uh, the other day, I also talked to my grandpa for an hour and a half, and he, I think we talked a bit about it in one of the episodes, but he's a Trump supporter and not a white supremacist, so we got to talk about the shootings and the violence, and it was cathartic to talk to him, even though he supports Trump. He still truly- does. Yep. Even if he condemns that part of him, he's like the other parts are more important. Like, the- so he thinks even if he did do anything sketchy with Russia, that what Trump is doing for our country outweighs the negatives <laughs> of anything that's in the report. So he hasn't read the report. He's probably not going to read the report. He's also pretty old. Right. But what about the but, racism and stuff and and the manifestos of these shooters yep. citing Trump and using Trump's rhetoric? So he doesn't believe that it's fair to blame that on Trump. He thinks he very much believes in like the lone not maybe not lone wolf because he thinks that the rise of white supremacy is like an incredibly large domestic terrorism threat that we need to address immediately he believes that interesting Uh, i think a lot of trump supporters acknowledge that yeah. yeah but he he thinks that the problem lies his theory is we need every kid to fundamentally understand the constitution and the rights that it affords everybody and why he thinks that is where kids start getting spoiled is a failure of k of the k-12 system ah so better education yeah better education yeah i guess so interesting but he's a supporter in his own of weird the NRA. way yeah mm-hmm. he's a supporter of the nra although he's starting to turn from them now because he's sick of them asking him for money when he's like i know you guys have all the fucking money <laughs> they don't anymore though they actually really probably do need the money now <laughs> well, i think what, <laughs> don't it, what i heard that. from yeah. like, like, adjust like your expenses then. <laughs> yeah. yeah grandpa uh the nra really truly does need your money now yeah. <clears throat> i think they just might look like they need the money because they're not getting as much public funds but i I think they have like private funds like they definitely no i think they're in the red um, well uh, yeah on on paper i think but i, I heard a podcast i want to say it was like the daily or, or up first oh the individuals who work there sure yeah exactly yeah and the money they made from the nra they have stored away already Absolutely. so they're just getting as much money as they can on their way out but you're yep. right they're losing money as a collective yeah, yeah. The, the nra the nonprofit is broke mm-hmm. yeah but it was good to have a talk with him that was lengthy and about politics. But I love my grandpa. He's not going to be around for very much longer, morbidly, probably. Um, so I had no when I was younger, I used to be like, how can you believe that? And, you know, I would get really combative. But talking to him now, it's like this dude is probably in the last decade of his life and he's not going to change his politics. So I'm not going to sit here and talk to him about how I disagree with him. I'm going to talk to him about <clears throat> what he thinks about these things that I know he agrees with me Common on, ground. like white supremacy not being okay. We should, and, but I think we should speak to everybody that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder what he thinks Trump is doing that's so good, though. Is it like, if it's not a racial economy. good? He's a big fan. Okay. He's a big fan of the economy, and he's a big fan of the stuff with China. Interesting, okay. Being tough on China. Yeah. Hmm. He thinks we need someone that's going to stand up to other people, and we need to maintain our spot as number one in the country, or, or the in world. the world. <laughs> <laughs> At all costs, and he thinks Trump is the only person that is combative enough mm. to do that. It's that alpha male energy, that dragon energy Kanye was yeah. talking about. I hate it. Yeah, I hate it so much. But I get that it's that's attractive to a lot of people that are traditionalists. I love yeah. that though. That common ground um, conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think 
that's a good lesson for how we should try to speak to everyone. It's mm-hmm. hard, though. It really is, yeah. especially when... When people, your grandfather doesn't sound defensive, which is great. I think that's no, the best kind of person to talk to you about that. He's the sweetest, like, right. kindest, smartest man. Yeah, so he's open to common ground. Except <laughs> that. Yeah. Some grandpas yeah. are not open to common ground, especially when it comes to race and mm-hmm. just, you know, Trump. They're very You can sensitive. always find common ground. You can always find common ground if with somebody. If you're patient enough. My patience is not as, you know. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, there are people, well, it, it it also might be them, like you said. If they're super defensive, they're not going to let you find the common ground. Right? If they're racist, it's even like, if you I'm try, have a yeah. hard time finding Seriously. common ground. That's yeah. very true. If they're a misogynist, I'm not going to be able to talk yeah. to them about anything. Yeah, it's a uh, trigger because I'm abroad. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and I don't mean overseas. Hey, hey well, that was the dumbest joke I've ever told <laughs> in my whole life. So cool. <laughs> I was like, someone has oh to say God, it. I'm so fired from being a comedian, or I need to be. I need to be somebody's dad so that I can pass <laughs> yeah. that off as a dad joke. It's great as a comedian, you can only fire yourself. No one else can fire you. That's true. true. That's it very is a nice true. Yeah. One uh, but it's situation. A, but it's also <laughs> very shitty. Yeah, you're on HR, that, your own manager that, mostly. However, wherever you are is exactly because of who you are. Yeah. Damn, that's some deep shit to end on right there. <laughs> All right, and on that note, uh, future comedians, don't do it. Uh, no, uh, this has been um, a really great discussion. I really thank you guys uh, for being here, and I know it's tough. You guys out there, please take care of each other um, and take care of yourselves. Try to find that common ground. Maybe just find one person in your family that you might have a disagreement with about Trump and see if you can talk to them about the rise of white supremacy in the country and see see where they're at. Maybe yeah. there's some sort of common thing that you can talk about. Right. In, You're in, both in humans. That. Start there. Yeah. <laughs> we both are people. Right. Yeah. That's always going to be true. <laughs> there's not a lot of talking points laid out for this issue yet, which makes the conversations interesting and actually enlightening, I think, yeah. is there's no Republican talking points on white supremacy exactly right mm. now. Mm-hmm. At least that are as done as like fucking Reaganomics and shit. Yeah, they're not screaming them from the mountaintops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or you can even start with Trump said at the White House yesterday that that white supremacy has no place in America. What do you think about that? Do you agree with that? You know, and then maybe you can start talking about, you know, I just find it really weird that up until this point, Trump's been sort of for all that stuff, or at least he hasn't condemned it. Like what took him so long and the both sides thing. And maybe you can start there. But it is really hard to have those conversations. Um, they are difficult conversations. But uh, if that's too much, then fuck them. Have a glass of wine. Take a bath. <laughs> Love yourself uh, and take care of each other. I've been AG. I've been Jaleesa Johnson. I've been Jordan Coburn. And them's The Beans. The Daily Beans is produced by AG, featuring Jaleesa Johnson and Jordan Coburn, and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazell and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager is Sarah Lee Steiner, and our merchandising manager is Sarah Hirschberger Valencia. Fact-checking and research by A.G., Jaleesa Johnson, and Jordan Coburn, with executive assistance by Amanda Reeder. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios, and our website is dailybeanspod.com. <laughs>